Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Today's episode is sponsored by Professional Organizers Training by Angela Aynoff from the Professional Organizers Edge. Welcome to the Art of Decluttering podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Amy Ravel from Simply Organized. And I'm Kirsty Faruja from Feels Like Home. We can't wait to share with you all our tips and tricks to help you declutter and keep your home and family organized. To hang out with us more, check out the Art of Decluttering on Facebook and Instagram. And we'd love you to check out our website, outofdecluttering.com.au and see all that's happening over there. Let's Let's get get started. This week, we're talking about the mental load. We had a request, a listener request from Bridge from Birth via an iTunes review that requested us to talk about this. So we are excited. We're excited, but do you know what? We're also in a very good position to talk about the mental load because... We kind of carry a lot of the mental load as mums, as I was, can I just like sidebar right here, right now? Yes. I was listening to one of the Mamma Mia podcasts the other day and Jessie Stevens was talking about how she hates it when people caveat things is as a mum, mm. as in like that gives you more clout or whatever to say something. But as a mum, <laughs> I feel like the mental load is so much more than it was before I had a family to also care for. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're now responsible for two other human beings, yeah. whereas you are only partially responsible for one, like, you know, as a married person, we're not responsible for our partners, but we care and love for them. And so we want to help them. So we are partially and vice versa, like they're partially responsible for helping us to stay on track as well. So you reckon it's fair, like as a mum, so maybe this episode couldn't, might not be called the mental load, it might be the mother load. <laughs> Ka-ching! <laughs> so funny. <laughs> you know, we haven't been in the recording studio for six months, so this is a bit weird today. It feels like 
I feel like, oh, we're back home. Yeah, and the best thing is, is so what people don't know is because we don't record with a video camera, is that a recording day is basically Kirsty and I making eye contact for eight hours, <laughs> and I don't make eye contact with people this much anywhere else in my entire life, but we legitimately, you make eye contact the entire time we record. And we have like hand symbols, like, no, like yelling at each other. Yeah, silently a, in sign language. Or like, you know, cutting across our throats to stop. That's why it's always charades. <laughs> and that's why we often have half sentences, which is really fun for me to edit. Oh, I love the half sentence. That's how I, see, I just did. I know. I just did like four in a row trying to explain how I do them. <laughs> it sounds like I've edited it really badly, but I haven't. No, that's it, just my brain. It's just the way we brain. naturally talk. And not just us, lots of people do it. And something that, so I actually listened to our podcast, one, because after Kirstie's edited it, I actually go through and I do all the social media posts. So I listen to it and I draw goodness out to share with you guys on social but listening to it, sometimes I get really frustrated with myself. I'm like, Amy, finish your sentence. Amy, stop talking over the top of Kirsty. Amy, stop yelling into the microphone. So I can only imagine She's how. She's doing it right now. I can only imagine how <laughs> frustrating that would be for you to edit the half sentences out. And Jared for leveling us so yeah. that we don't sound like crazy ladies. <laughs> Amy screaming at everybody and Kirsty demurely sitting here. Very demurely. <laughs> Such a demure person. <laughs> so what is the mental load? I think it's having to remember where everything in the house is, where everyone is going or meant to be, what you're doing in 10 months' time, when you can go on holidays, <laughs> whose birthday it was is tomorrow, whose birthday you forgot yesterday. It's about being the oracle of the home. Every question gets directed to you and yeah. it can be very, very exhausting. It's exhausting on many levels. It's exhausting mentally. Yeah. Here we go. It's exhausting <laughs> mentally because it's almost like, you know how sometimes we talk with people about the tabs that are open in your brain mm. and the mental load really is when you have like 15, 20, 500 tabs open and one of them might be, I need to purchase school supplies for my son starting high school next year. The next one is, oh, I've got to remember to regrow out the shower. And if you don't do those things, they just don't happen. Or if you don't organise for them to get done. Yes, you that's don't true. Grab the shower. I will you because would, I, I love grabbing. I would yes, not. Right? Yes. And, and it actually doesn't even come onto my radar. And that's why, as much as you say that we're, you know, good to talk about this, I actually don't feel very qualified to speak about this because Simon is the mental load carrier in our home. <laughs> that's gold. So what kind of things, because one of the reasons that I was thinking, oh, this is a really good topic that I want to talk about is because only probably four years ago, I carried 100% of the mental load. Whereas I want to talk a bit later about some of the things we've done in our family that has reduced that mental load for me. But tell me what kind of things you reckon Simon keeps his tabs open on? Oh, he is so much more aware of what needs to be done around the house physically, like maintaining our house from a um, structural point of view and, and from a physical point of view too. Like he he is always putting loads of washing on. He actually really does carry a lot of the mental load 
actually probably the majority of the mental load from a physical perspective in our house, whereas I'm probably the mental load carrier of the emotions of our house and the schedule of our house. Yeah, and maybe even the well-being too. Yes. So I... I mean, he was beautiful the other day. He went out and said, I want to take the load off you. I'm going to go out and get all the kids ready for school. Oh, wow. So he went out and did the school shoe shopping and all of the um, stationery list. And the only thing he didn't get was um, in New South Wales or in our school, we have to provide um, tissues and um, rolls of scotch paper towels. So funny. Yeah, we've got uh, we have to bring in four boxes of tissues and two rolls of paper towel. And he's like, "Oh, I didn't get them because you can go and get like we 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 have to wait until the kids are settled into their classes because the difference is again, another difference between New South Wales and Victoria is that we don't get to unless you're in a Catholic school, the public schools don't settle on their teachers until the second week of school." Oh, what? Yeah, so our kids have no clue of who their teacher is, which is a good and a bad thing. Yeah, I mean, that's ours have already started in their new classrooms with their new teachers, with their new friends in the class. So I guess there's both because if it's bad, you've got like seven weeks of school holidays to stew over it. Yes. If you're not with your, if you're not with your bestie, yeah, then you've got seven more extra weeks of agonising over it. Yeah, yeah. So interesting. Yeah, it's good and bad. But so we don't buy that stuff until they're settled into Mm, their their mm. new classroom. But that was he's so good at helping me with mental load. Like, so with that, Kirst, did you have to give him like? Did you manage the list, or did he source the list? Source when to go, or did you have to like schedule?y Wise, schedule?y Wise. Did you need to say, okay, Simon, here's the list, here's the accountant that it needs to be paid out of, here's the kids, here's the shop to go to? No. So you didn't have to carry the mental load and heat of the physics. He he encapsulated a lot of it. Yeah. Legend. I knew it. He didn't know where the list was, so I had to point him to the list. But that was all I had to do. He thought about everything else. He just woke up one morning and went, actually, you need to do a bit of work today for the podcast. Why don't I'll just go and do all that. So that's something that you don't have to think about during the school holidays. That's great. So it's not like you had to ask. And that I think, oh, do you know what that was, guys? (laughs) That was Kirsty's new Apple Watch talking back to her. So obviously she said something that triggered (laughs) No, I pushed it because I saw it flashing. Oh, that's gold. I pushed it, but I pushed the wrong button and it went, as you wish. So this is real life. (laughs) (laughs) We always make sure to put our phones on silent, but we forgot the watch. (laughs) Watch is not silent. (laughs) So, yes, I am very, very blessed by Simon. He does. And he, as I said, he carries a a lot of mental load. Mm. I wish in some ways he carries too much mental load. Yeah. Like I would like to take some of that mental load from him because I can see the stress that it causes him. So I um, don't, I wish that more people didn't carry as much stress and, and we're really fortunate because we live in a very minimalist house and we're not overscheduled and we're not. Um, and I, and I do carry a lot of the load. So I, look at him and then it makes me think of the um, people in our world who carry all the mental load, whether Mm. they be single parents who have nobody else to carry the load with or whether they be the mum or the father who carry 
mm. the, the full mm. mental load with their partner, either in unable to because they're sick or unwell, which I'm sure you're going to talk about <laughs> in, a, in a few minutes, or whether they're just haven't joined the 21st century. Yeah. And I think um, so all the single ladies and men that are listening, the mental load for you is not less. It's just different because if I was to think about specifically some of the people in my world that are single, some of the mental load for them is, am I going to find a partner? How am I going to get myself out there? Do I join dating sites? Do I go out and meet Do I go on blind dates? Like there's all these different tabs. You might be more worried about, um, I I don't want to be really, I was going to say you might be more worried about how you look when you go out rather than just chucking on leggings and a T-shirt. Like that's totally overgeneralized, but. I think it's also hard hard for single parents because they're often dealing with a very, there's a reason why they're single parents. Yeah, single parents is a whole other, yeah. They've got a partner who is even, they they can't have that those conversations that we can potentially have when we're partnered to go can you please step up to the plate your yep. children are missing you your children need your attention like they just can't have those conversations sometimes because of the breakdown in their relationship mm. like i absolute hats off to you or you single people out there and i'm sorry yep. when us partnered people whinge that we feel like we're single because we have no idea what it's like to be single parenting. So you're amazing. Keep up the good work. Love it. Whether you're single with kids, single without kids, or single with kids having left the nest, <laughs> we don't know what that's like. So tell us if there's things we're totally missing in this podcast because we are married women with two children each, with partners who are home and help out, let us know. So I want to um, talk a little bit about when the mental load is carried by one person, what do you do when that one person can't carry the mental load? Mm. So what if you're with someone and say the the dad of the house carries the mental load and he has a stroke or the mum of the house carries the mental load and she's struck with illness? Like what do you do when that person cannot or does not wish to carry that mental load anymore. And I was thinking about our family and I mentioned a few minutes ago that I used to carry all the mental load, not because I felt like I had to, because I actually loved it. Like I really genuinely enjoyed it. I am a bit of a control freak. (laughs) I know. I'm like, I'm looking over at Amy and just imagining what their house was like a couple of years ago, because she... Tread carefully. She is controlling... Even now. (laughs) (laughs) In our house now, we share the mental load. And what that has really looked like is um, a shift from me wanting to have everything in my head to being at the point where I can fully delegate something. So, for instance, we have rabbits. The rabbits are not on my mental radar at all. They're on my radar when they're in the room and I try not to step on them or I want to give them a cuddle. Like that's the extent of my care of the rabbits because that's the kid's job. They clean the hutch. They feed the rabbits. Um, Cal's in charge of thinking anything vet-related. So I literally don't think about the rabbits. That's a whole tab that I close down. Do you have to remind the kids to do it? No. Nope. Nope. In fact, they got home. They were – I can't remember. They were, oh, they were at a movie the other night, and um, Cal was out watching the cricket with a friend. And so I was the only one home, and I'd forgotten to feed them because – that's not my job and I don't have the mental load of the rabbits. Mm. And so the kids came home at 11 o'clock and they're like, you fed the rabbits, mum? I'm like, oh, no. Nah. 
said rabbits. <laughs> so the we kids had, had to go out at 11 o'clock and yeah. feed the poor rabbits that were scurrying around the hutch. But that's a tab that's been closed. And then I think there are tabs that you like semi-close. So cleaning, for instance. I have a cleaner, so I don't have to do the cleaning. I have to do tidying. Like if we make a mess, I'll wipe it up. But I don't have the mental load of that. The mental load for me is knowing when the cleaners are coming. So I still have to kind of remember every second Wednesday and I have to text them if something goes wrong, but I don't carry the load of the actual cleaning. So there are some things where you can part delegate the load or you can have the load of remembering it, but not the physical doing this of it. Are you itching to become a professional organiser? Are you bursting at the seams to begin, but don't know where to start? Have you practised organising your friends, but need a boost of confidence before taking your skills to actual paying customers? With Angela and her professional organiser training program, you are in safe and experienced hands. With over 13 years of experience under her belt, she shares everything you need to know about becoming a professional organiser. There are in-person and online training options. Check out all the details at creatingorder.com.au. Are you loving getting into decluttering in your home, but feel like some of the things just aren't staying how they should, or you're finding piles or recollecting around the house? Are you getting a bit frustrated that you're not seeing the success that you thought that you would? Well, Kirst and I are excited to let you know about our online decluttering course that teaches you not only how to get an organized and decluttered home, but really importantly, how to keep it that way. So we would love you to come and join our course community. We have an interactive and amazing Facebook group and all of the course is self-paced. So you can jump online whenever you like and go through our six modules that will take you from being overwhelmed to an organizing guru. So just visit artofdecluttering.com.au forward slash course and come and join us. We can't wait to have you. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. So do you want to tell us why things changed in your home? I got chronic fatigue. I actually got glandular fever. That's how everything kind of fell apart um, <laughs> in 2015. And I was bedridden for five months. I, I literally could not get out of bed. Uh, if I had a shower, I'd sleep for like 20 hours after it. So like fully out. And I couldn't, like I couldn't do anything. And we had to get to the point where things like the grocery shopping well, mum can't walk around the grocery store anymore. Thank goodness I'm, I can now, but back then I couldn't. We have to delegate that. And so we delegated it to Coles Online. And there were different things that, um, yeah, just required somebody else to look after it or it was going to be dropped or it was dropped and somebody had to pick it up. And how did Cal go with that? Really good. Like, and he doesn't just do the things, he does take the load of it. Um, so dishes, I've said before, I hate 
anything that happens in the kitchen. Cooking. Other than consuming food. Consuming food is the only thing I enjoy doing in the kitchen. Um, so he does most of the cooking and all of the dishes. So I never, even when the dishes are piled high in the kitchen sink, that's still not on my load. I still don't look at that and think, oh, gosh, we need to do the dishes. Sometimes I do say the cow, do you think it's time to maybe do a load? <laughs> but I'm not thinking about it. Does that make and sense? And it's not stressing you out. No, not Like at all. you don't care about it. Don't care. Not your problem. No. So when it came time for the mental load to kind of be, I needed to kind of grab a whole lot of tabs and put them in Cal's brain instead of being mm. in my brain. But that doesn't just happen. Like I don't get glandular fever and all of a sudden he goes, I know, I'm going to take responsibility for blah, blah, blah. There actually had to be a conversation. And that conversation is not, I can't, you should. It's, it would really help me if, I would really appreciate it if, what do you think the solution could be about? It's really about having discussion, I think, rather than um, telling someone what they have to take on because they might have a solution that requires neither of you to use the mental tab on it. They yes. might come up and go, oh, why don't we just eliminate that from our lives? Like, why didn't I think of that? Yes. <laughs> so I really do think, as often we say in this podcast, it's not prescriptive, it's conversational. Yeah, and that's really helpful and I think that that's will help other people to have conversations, whether it be with their partner or their children. Um, and I think it is really great to open up that conversation around is there a different way of doing things? Like I know that Simon and I are very different. How we do things is different. And we've both had to get used to the fact that we do it differently and that's okay. It may not be getting done to Simon's like, <laughs> or it may not be getting done to the way, to the standard that I would like either. Um, but that's okay. Mm. And I'm just grateful that he does do things and he's grateful that I do things. And we're grateful that it's not on our mental load to do that. Yep. And I think you can't um, look at another relationship and assume that the way they're doing it is right or wrong or respectful or disrespectful because mm. as long as those two people are okay with it and it's healthy. Yeah. Because if you like, if it's unhealthy, but they're okay with it, not cool. <laughs> yes. But I think that also different things look like different ways. So um, Simon might get upset if you're going on holidays and you're going, Simon, did you put in for annual leave? And he's like, Kirsty, I'm an adult. I know when to put in for, whereas in other relationships, perhaps <laughs> my own. <laughs> that does need to that is, be a conversation. That is, that is something I'm happy to have on my mental load. And Cal doesn't feel like a child when I say, honey, did you remember to put in for annual leave? Yes even when it's said again and again. And three days before we go to Noosa, he decides to put in for annual leave. Just saying that could possibly have happened. Don't yes. know if it ever would. No, we, we won't. Yep. <laughs> so some people, like Simon might be offended if you say something, whereas Cal might find that helpful or Cal might be offended. And si like you, yes. you have to have the conversation yeah. because the mental load is not the same for everybody. Some people run on different operating systems. Yes, perfect. And I think, but I, and I think that it's also good to be open to being told, Amy, stop that. I like, I've now, yes, learnt that I need to do that. Yes. Or I heard you the first time. Like, don't ask me. I've, you know, absolutely, you don't need to check on me. Yeah. So it's it's, and that can be the weaning process yeah. when you're learning to delegate 
tasks, which we'll get into in a, in a minute, yeah. um, is to not micromanage people if they get really frustrated by micromanagement. Yeah, if they get frustrated by it. But if they don't, yeah, keep it up. So I just thought of an example, which is actually going to make me sound really lazy. <laughs> but I don't, I've not set an alarm. Oh, no, I've set an alarm once, I think it was, because I had to get on a plane in like the last 12 years. I don't set alarms. If Even when I know I have to get up early, I just kind of have that internal clock yeah. and I wake up. Yeah. But Cal will often set an alarm without telling me when he knows I have to get up early because it stresses him out mm-hmm. that I don't have an alarm set. Now, is that micromanaging? I don't care. He's holding the mental tab for that and he's doing that out of love because he doesn't want me to sleep in. And he's doing it out of self-love because it stresses him. Yeah, that's right. Like. So it's actually a great solution. He'll set an alarm and he'll often wake me going, what time do you need to be up, babe? I'm like, it's okay. I've got half an hour. It's, it's all sorted in my head. But whereas other people would find that patronizing, don't set an alarm. I know when I'm getting up, but I love it because yes. it actually works for us. So I think, again, it's about that relationship and knowing what works for different people. Yes. You said we're going to talk about decluttering. Yes. Let's talk about how the mental load and decluttering have uh, anything to do with each other. Uh, uh, they're totally connected and that's why I think that, um, again, as much as we work with people with huge mental loads and we have our own unique mental loads, I think that our mental load is a whole lot more reduced than other people's. Yeah. Because we just don't have as much in our homes. I think minimalism helps with that. But it also helps, I think, that being living in a decluttered home, whether it's minimal or not, just helps so much because you can find the things that you're looking for. You have a home for everything. You're not running around at two minutes to nine o'clock trying to find that form that needed to be handed in yesterday for the kids to go on the excursion tomorrow because you've already dealt with it or you know exactly where it is things have a home and you know where to find them so I think that having an organized a decluttered and then organized home just helps so much with that mental load have you found that in your home yeah definitely because I think often the tabs that my clients have open that and if I have open is the lounge room needs organizing or um, I need to get on top of the paperwork. And it's a mental, the problem with a lot of those mental loads is you've got the mental load and you've got the tab open, but you have no idea what the solution is. So it's kind of stuck. It's like, oh, I'm just going with this. There's like a spinning wheel. We call it the the wheel wheel of of death. death. (laughs) (laughs) The wheel of death is going on that tab. Like you're stuck. I don't know what to do. Yeah. Yeah, totally. That's what, and I, that's what I love about um, decluttering our homes and um, getting organized is that you're actually stopping the wheel of death because you have a plan, you know what you're doing, you've got a vision that you're working towards and you have that plan to get you there. You have the habits to keep you in place and you've got the mindset to get it right. So I love it and I love I love living that life and I love the joy it is to share that with other people through working with them as VIP clients or working um, alongside them during our course. So if um, you feel like, like if we're describing this, you're like, oh my gosh, I have the wheel of death on so many tabs. Our online course is a really great place to learn the habits that it takes to kind of reset and, you know, you hit the refresh button. 
Yeah. Oh, look at this. I'm like a total, I'm geeking up this podcast with all my analogies. You hit the refresh <laughs> button and you get to start again. You get to start fresh. Yeah. Or you just like, it's not even the refresh button. Because you know how sometimes the refresh button doesn't work and it still keeps going the wheel of death? It's like shutting down and opening it up again. Yeah. <laughs> and then being able to close it. Yeah. Because I think that's actually important. I don't feel like I have too many tabs open. And when I do feel like I have too many tabs open, I pick, so this is how I do it. I pick some of the little tabs. So some of the little to do's as it would be, and I do them and close them. So then the ones that are open are projects or things that actually require more, um, more time, more mental energy. Yeah. I love it. Um, I love having a home for everything as well. Because as we said, it just makes it so much easier to find what you need so that you're not looking for goggles that have gone missing. You're not looking for the other thong. Like, where is that other? Why is it thongs that always go missing? Why? I love it. (laughs) Why? (laughs) I reckon part of it is because thongs are pretty cheap. So they just go. Yep. People don't value them as much, except I bought an amazing pair of thongs called Archie's when I was in Noosa. Oh, we saw them too in oh, Noosa. Oh, the best thongs <laughs> ever. I could walk for them for kilometres and it was all right. Oh, great. Good for your arch. Hence the Archie's. Free plug. Free plug. <laughs> yes. They are not our sponsor today. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We hope that this episode has been helpful to you. Um, We would love to tell you about a review we got. Yay. So this was a Facebook review um, and we would love you to join our Art of Decluttering community on Facebook. And Felicity Douglas, who has actually joined our online course, says this. Amy and Kirsty are so generous with sharing their knowledge. I love their podcast and I took it one step further and did their online course. I was amazed with the mindset changes that happened and what I am now achieving. And it's so funny because Felicity requested our teenagers episode a couple of weeks ago. And when we spoke about it here at the start, we were like, oh, thanks, Felicity. We hope. And we didn't know her at the time because she did this review before she was part of our course community. And now she's one of our besties and we love her and we know so much about her. So it's so weird to like last the other week when we were doing the teenage podcast, when I edited it and when Amy listened to it, it was just hysterical that we, um, we now know her very well yeah, and we and it love shows her. How quickly you can go from just being a listener to being in our tribe and having those changes, like Felicity talks about, that it's no longer I listen to this podcast as a hobby. It's like, no, this is changing my life. And that review is only a tip of the iceberg of what changed in her life. Like, to give you guys an update, <laughs> she and her husband were able to go to the US and leave their teenagers and young adult children. And they had decluttered and organized their home before they went away. And they went away for three weeks or something like that. And they came back and their house was maintained because their children had changed as well. Like it wasn't just her. It wasn't her holding the whole mental load. It was, it's just, oh, it makes our hearts very happy to see the transformations. Another update, um, Felicity, I hope you don't mind us sharing this, but Felicity went from having a cleaner once a week and feeling like the house was never fully cleaned to having done our course and decluttered and changed the way that she runs her home and actually now has a cleaner once a fortnight and is saving all that money because she has a decluttered home and things are staying cleaner and neater and tidier longer. And she was a typical person who had to clean up for the cleaner. 
And she doesn't have to do that anymore. She just, the cleaner just walks in. Mm. And this is not a unique story. I know. It's so exciting. It's awesome. I love it. Anyway, we hope this episode has been useful to you and to let you know that you're not alone with the mental load, but there are things that you can do around it. You can outsource to your children and your partner. You can have the challenging but beautiful conversations around how to do that and what that looks like for you and your unique family. And you can become more decluttered and have less stuff in your home and that will help with the mental load as well. Yeah. And if you're looking for the next episode to listen, if you haven't listened right through for our podcast, episode 28 around why declutter answers some questions that listeners posed to us and we answered at the beginning of last year. That was why declutter? What are the benefits of it? So that might be the next episode for you to go back and listen to we hope you have a wonderful week we can't wait to hang out with you again next week bye bye thanks for joining us if you've learned something awesome today we'd love you to leave us a review on itunes or facebook so others can find our podcast too don't forget you can see the show notes in your podcast app or over at our website artofdecluttering.com.au so if there's anything you want more info on check it out there if you'd like to join our supporter community, you can do so over at patreon.com slash the art of decluttering. We hope you have a great rest of your day and enjoy the freedom. Are you itching to become a professional organizer? Are you bursting at the seams to begin but don't know where to start? Have you practiced organising your friends but need a boost of confidence before taking your skills to actual paying customers? With Angela and her professional organiser training program, you are in safe and experienced hands. With over 13 years of experience under her belt, she shares everything you need to know about becoming a professional organiser. There are in-person and online training options. Check out all the details at creatingorder.com.au. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.